You're listening to the best morning routine ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lunid, and today I have the honor of introducing a very kind soul to the show, Sharon Laughlin. Sharon, as you know, is, you know, she is all things from meditation and yoga. And today we're going to dive in and talk about the benefits of doing that long term. We we're just talking offline and I cannot wait to chat with her, but she is a facilitator and um, founder of Creating Serenity. She has taken her life's passion of human behavior, you name it, health, nutrition, yoga, meditation, and kind of bottled all that up into creating an internal space for healing. That is her motive, to heal and the healing process, healing herself from trauma and also how she has helped her clients um, heal as well. So with no further ado, let's hear more about her journey. Sharon, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Dr. Lunid. It is such an honor and privilege to be here. And hello to all you audience people here listening. Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead and, and tell us about your journey. I know healing is a passion of yours, but you were talking earlier about having to heal yourself from trauma. And that's yeah. how it, it got started. So let's give us a little more snippet into that. Okay, so um, real briefly, I grew up in childhood trauma and in my early 20s, I decided to take my health into my own hands, change my lifestyle, and put health and healing as a priority in my life. So I was like running before running was popular. I was teaching aerobics before it was mainstream. I'm now into yoga and meditation, but I've just been on my journey of healing. A lot of that has been, I call it band-aid work, Mm -hmm. because what the real root problem in my health and in my desire to be well was the trauma that changes the systems and biology of your body and your brain chemistry, your neurobiology. So when I found somatic experiencing, which I'm a certified somatic experiencing practitioner, it changed my life. It transformed the pain of trauma, the symptoms of trauma that result from the nervous system being in a survival state its whole life. And it just put more of a passion in my heart and in my soul to help people heal because we have a society of people that are traumatized. Mm -hmm. The people's behavior out here isn't normal. It is a result of generational trauma. And people are just living in a survival state. And when you live there, you think everything's a threat. Everyone's a threat. I'm not safe. And when your body knows it's or senses it's not safe, it takes over. You have no control over that, which is the triggered reactions we see everywhere. Right. You tense up, right? Your your immune system is, is not working as well, as efficient as it should because you are in that fight or flight. Well, it, it affects absolutely every single system in your body. When you go into a threat, alarm, danger state, this is survival, everything will the gut is usually the first to get shut down. And, and notice people would say butterflies in my stomach to nausea, to constipation, diarrhea. I've had people like, I just, you know, you're up. over. So you're either going to have diarrhea to fight or flight. 
everything responds, cardiovascularly, musculature, endocrine system, every single system responds to this threat. And that over time creates such a mental, emotional, and physical symptoms. Yeah. So people get all plugged up physically, physiologically, but also Mm -hmm. mentally, right? Because then it stops you from taking that job offer. It stops you from asking for that raise. It stops you from starting that business. So it's a domino effect where you're almost pinching your flow of abundance. Oh, absolutely. And I love to break things down into real simplistic things, right? So I've recognized through my many years helping people heal and myself, there's this attachment that goes on when we have a baby and we have the little tiny nervous system that's growing. It is very immature and very limited, and it needs 17 plus years for it to mature, co-regulate, and your nervous system will be the one that matures, myelinates, and creates that ventral vagal system on board so that they this person's nervous system can be normal. But if we don't have that attachment, we end up in life going, no one loves me. No one's cared for me. I'm all alone. The world's not safe. I'm not safe. And that's the way we work. I'm traumatized. Now the safe, secure person was loved and they go Mm -hmm. into the world. I'm loved. I'm safe. I'm cared for. The world is mine. I'm a creative, wonderful, whole, connected, vital being. So there's the difference. Those are awesome affirmations. (laughs) Those are awesome. And and you're naturally like how you took it off back to infancy because I'm reading a book now called Baby Wise as I'm preparing for our first child. And it really talks about the children get their foundation for the world from the relationship that mom and dad has right on the start at home. And so it really does that infancy. And so you can see with that much pressure on, we can create healthy children. We can also traumatize them even accidentally. Oh, totally. We're all traumatized, but this is the thing. This is the important thing. When you have, we are meant to go through all kinds of emotions and our body's meant to move them through. Now, if you have a secure loving, kind caregiver that's soothing you through this painful incident, whatever it is, emotional, physical, mental, and you're crying and sobbing, but they're bringing you close. They're regulating with Mm -hmm. you. They're calming you. They're teaching your nervous system. It's okay. This is hurting for now, but we're going to be all right. That's what we're designed to do is move through these painful experiences. Trauma Mm -hmm. is when they don't get moved through and they get Mm -hmm. stuck. And now they run the show. How do we get them unstuck? How do you use somatic um, experiencing to unplug? Well, we work with a body-based therapy called somatic experiencing. And so instead of talking about your past, we don't even need to go there. That's Mm re-traumatizing. So the body is already in this traumatized state, ready to survive, right? So we start to teach the nervous system to calm. There's another state. There's a parasympathetic state, not a sympathetic active state Mm -hmm. all the time. So I like to help people by teaching them to get the body's nervous system to relax because most of us haven't been there. So that's important. And when our body's relaxed and when we have resilience and capacity to feel things other than just anxiety, stress, or depression, we can start 
feeling what shows up to heal because the body is a highly wise, you know, intuitive healer. And when our parasympathetic state, we can heal. You don't cut yourself and go, oh, how am I going to heal it? Your body knows how to do all this. Same with the trauma. But it doesn't happen unless the body is safe. I help facilitate people to find safety and relaxation in their body. And so they feel confident enough to feel the scary stuff that is stuffed away. Even if it was pre-verbal, pre-birth, we don't have to talk about it. We have to feel it. And that shows up when we feel totally safe. And now that is a process to learn. And I help that journey through with people to find safety and to start feeling the stuff that was so scary, so painful, so hard that the body either stored it away on its own without our knowing, or we've learned to repress it. Like, you know, we learn, like you said, we traumatize our children. Yeah, they will, they will stuff away how they really feel and take their own authenticity away because they need you so badly and you need to be happy. I need mom or dad to survive. I won't behave this way. I right. won't show up like this because I need them so badly. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing is it's muscle memory, right? So we ourselves remember the, the trauma. And because of that memory ingrained in our body, it's causing all these disease. Absolutely. Yep. Interesting. So, and then tell us what about the internal serenity? How does the lack of it affect our daily life? The lack of it. Well, we can't get into a serene, relaxed, parasympathetic state if our nervous system is in a survival sympathetic state. There is, when we come into parasympathetic, that's our relaxed state. It's digesting your food, nourishing yourself. It's calm vitality. It's energized. It's creative. We connect to the wholeness of who we are deep in ourselves. We feel totally and utterly safe. So the body can restore, heal, nourish, and flourish in in total capacity. Because this also is when our right and left hemispheres are coming into balance because in trauma, we are left-brained, mind is think-thinking. And when we're totally safe, the mind shuts down and says, oh, I don't need to be on board. I am safe, secure, happy. And then we get into our full wholeness and connect to the consciousness of that and our higher self. Because we disconnect from we disconnect from our body and trauma. We disconnect from our higher self. We disconnect from the people that love us. Yeah. What are some of the things that you see that people go off to do after this experience, after uh, removing that trauma and experiencing internal serenity? Reviews that I get, and they're just so transformed inside. They're free. They're liberated. They're able to be their true, authentic self. And as that starts to happen, because as we slowly bring the nervous system's high intense energy down, the brain can come on board because we lose our ability to think when we're in a survival Mm -hmm. state. The brain comes on board. So we start to have clarity in matters that we didn't before. We were just triggered and reacted. And 
the body starts to calm. So it starts or it starts early if they do their work. So the body now starts to heal. It starts to rest better. It heal the you know the the body starts to heal and feels better. And so this process, they just start feeling so transformed. But the biggest thing is they feel liberated and free. No longer do they feel entrapped by these triggers and this mm-hmm. trauma that has dominated every thought, every behavior. And so they become so liberated and free. And, and I want to also say confident and proud. Nice. <laughs> That's always a good thing to be able to step out and show up in life with rigor, with confidence to attack whatever is going to come your way. And I can imagine a lot of it has to do with um, bad habits too, right? Bad programming. Well, and that's the thing. The nervous system, like everything else, gets habitual and programmed. And the brain does too. The, The whole neurobiology of us changes if we grow up in this unsafe, un loved or uncared for and and again it trauma can be one incident that's really severe and and overwhelming too loud too much just too much but it's also not enough of something for an extended long period of time so for us in childhood we didn't have that caregiver we didn't have that source that we needed and so the body and biology and the brain is all set up in these habitual patterns. And the good news is when we remove the trauma and we start feeling safe, those patterns get rewired. We start doing for ourselves what didn't get done and we undo it. Yeah. I was going to talk about that because you can't break a habit, right? Because it's in place to solve a problem for you. Right. So the trauma, the muscle memory, the programming is in place to to keep you safe, quote unquote. Right. It's designed to keep you in this place so you don't get hurt again. So you don't get triggered. However, it's detrimental, as we realize. So with the thing with habits is you have to replace it. You can't break it because they're designed to solve a problem for you. So let's talk about the rebuilding phase, the reprogramming, the rewiring and then rebuilding those those habits, those effective habits to actually help you thrive. Mm, You're absolutely right. Um, We need better habits. But in my experience, those don't happen until we start feeling safe. Mm -hmm. Because the body's always going to keep you safe. And the limbic system does it unconsciously. So I tell people, don't try to change anything. Start to feel safe. Incorporate whatever it is that makes you feel in a parasympathetic state, relaxed state. Is it nature? Is it meditation? Is it something? And I start asking them to check in with themselves every hour on the hour. Like Set your phone. How do I feel right now? How, what's going on in my body? Let's check in. And then see if you can calm yourself, relax yourself, train and teach that. And as that goes on and whatever it is that they use to start being aware of what this body is feeling and doing and start bringing it down into this relaxed parasympathetic state, all the things that we needed to do to feel safe start melting away. You don't have to, you can make conscious thoughts, but then you get mad at yourself when your body reacts and you do it. And I say, don't worry. You did those things to survive. Right. 
and you're just falling into that, that's okay. You survived with that and that's okay. Relish it. You know what? It kept you safe. Now it's time to rebuild. So let's talk about some of the habits. I know that are imperative in this rebuilding phase, like affirmation, meditation, and yoga. And of course, your living testimony to all that. So let's talk about your morning routine and how you get up, dress up, and show up. Oh, right. Well, people love my morning routine. Um, So before I even get out of bed, I notice that I'm awake and I say, I am the light of the universe. Mm -hmm. And I let that penetrate into my body because... The somatic is body-based work. We have to feel good about ourselves. We have to let ourselves know it. And then I make an intention for the day. And usually it's, I want to know truth and I want to feel wonderful. Um, And then I go out and I often, almost daily, see the sunrise, get the sun rays into my eyes. I'm by a brook. So I'm praying, I'm meditating, I'm walking, I'm doing some yoga, I'm doing some affirmational work, whatever it is that's on my mind and in my heart. I also do cartwheels and handstands every day there. And I also often am oil pulling, which I forget this, but that is crucial. It's a daily thing that I've done um, for my oral health and my health. And so I'm oil pulling. So I spend the morning connecting to nature and myself. And I notice the brook and I say, I am the flow like the brook. I'm not going to paddle against the flow. I'm going to surrender. I'm going to let go. I'm going to let it be. And that requires me to feel totally safe in my body and in my life. So that, again, was a process for me. Mm -hmm. But it deepens. And so my ability to take care of my temple and myself just becomes that much easier. Every day when I start it, saying, I'm important. I love you. And let's have this day. Yeah. And so you're doing um, yoga, meditation at that point afterwards. I'm curious too. And I have gratitude, affirmations, even a workout in the morning. So some of the things that you do in the morning for, in addition to kind of prepare your temple, working out, meditation, and some of the yoga practices. Yeah, I do all that right at the brook, right on the dirt road. I'm grounding as well. Yeah, it's powerful. It's powerful yeah. to be able to do that and you kind of take care of the temple. Yeah, and I'm doing um, walking meditations as well in nature and grounding with my um, hands on the ground and often my feet if I can. Mm-hmm. Super nice. Okay, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. This is, this is quite insightful, being grounded and, and, and acknowledging yourself in the morning and loving thyself is crucial to get you going. That has been my motto for decades. Love thyself on all my social media. It's then, and I'm also um, a board member on the Love Makers Foundation. And our mission is to bring not only love ourselves, but love others, because this is the power, the frequency, the energy, the vibration that keeps us healthy mm-hmm. and keeps us in the right, in the right tone that keeps us the healthiest. I agree. Look, um, Sharon, tell us how can we connect with you? How can we find you? Well, probably if you go on my website, uh, creatingserenitynow.com is the best way because there's all my social media, my YouTube channel, which if you want to know how to start taking care of yourself and do some, I have affirmations, breathing, short, short meditations, all kinds of information about trauma. 
There's such short little things that you can take care of yourself. You can learn to love yourself. You can learn to calm yourself there. And all that is on my websites and my email. Mm, Amazing. Sharon, it's been such a pleasure having you sharing with us about internal serenity and how to actually stay grounded. It's been an amazing, amazing experience. Thank you for coming on the show today. It was truly an honor. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent. All right, morning enthusiasts, that's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.